0: Butterfly!
1: Everybody, what's happening? What's happening? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome to a Labor Day special um, of the Opinionator Brother podcast. My name is Devante. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Laura, you know that we're always powered by the Made by Opinion app. So as always, if you would like to dip your toe, your shoe or whatever you want to do into, <laughs> into podcasting, um, go with the Made with Opinion app. Um, it's on Google Play and on the uh, Apple Apple Store um, if you want to try it out, you know, see what podcasting is all about and everything like that. How's everybody's week? I know that everybody's damn near off today because it's Labor Day. You know, we got a little Labor Day special, you know, for y'all because we have a jam, we have a jam-packed show today. I've I've literally I literally wanted to wait till Labor Day because a lot of stuff was happening. You know, yesterday the power season finale came on. We're gonna talk about that. Um and and I had to watch it, you know what I'm saying? I was I was on a on a mini vacay. You know what I'm saying? On a mini vacation. So we came back today, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know what, I'ma just give everybody a Labor Day special. How about that? So we're not even not even worried about it, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, on jam-packed for the day. We have a jam-packed show today, like the really, really jam-packed. Um, so we're gonna talk about Mr. Joel Osteen and how everybody been attacking that man. Um, and I'm telling everybody, stop attacking that man. Because low key, I watched a video. He actually responded to all of the social criticism and everything. And he really just told y'all to put some respect on his name. <laughs> so we're going to talk about him. Um, we're obviously going to talk about Hurricane Harvey. Uh, Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Harvey. Um, and uh, the people of Texas actually get my um, MVP of the week. All the... People who have been helping um, the uh, the victims of Hurricane Harvey, um, all of those people get my MVP of the week. Period. Um, We're well, also going to talk about Future um, winning uh, songwriter of the year at the BMI Awards. Um, like shout out to Future, I really want to talk about him and how he's just to me been underappreciated as a um, as an artist. Um, so we're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about power, of course, because, you know, I'm saying that, listen, power, power, power did something to me yesterday that I was pretty upset about. So we're going to talk about that as well. And then I want to I want to just briefly talk about this, um, this student who accidentally got a million dollars in the account from financial aid when she or he I think it was she she asked for one hundred. And I'll talk about how much she spent in a minute. And then our hot topic of the day, guys, you know, um, I really wanted to dive into black reality TV and really ask, y'all, is it getting out of hand? Like, really, I'm I, I know that I, 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 I dive into the foolishness of black reality TV, but honestly y'all, is it getting out of hand? I really want to know y'all um opinions on that. Like, you know, is is black reality getting out of hand? And I'm and I'm and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna dive deeper into that on the second half of the show. So let's just jump right into it. Um let's talk um let's talk about Future First and you know how he won uh, uh he won writer of the year Um, Songwriter of the Year for the BMI Awards. Um, This is my first time hearing about the BMI Awards. Uh, I've I've never heard of the BMI Awards. So um, the Shade Room actually put it up there and I've seen some, you know, some posts about it, um, about Future winning Songwriter of the Year at this award show. And I had to congratulate him, you know what I'm saying, because honestly, Future is a I love Future. Um, I actually like Future. Since, um, what, uh, Planet Future. I think that's what it was, his, his, one of his albums was called. And then I liked it after that. And then, um, after DS 2, you know, Dirty Sprite 2, I was like, man, this, he dope. I fuck with Future. Like, he wrote a lot of good hits, you know, and a lot of people bang with his stuff. Till, um, A lot of the old, thi- a lot of the old stuff, a lot of the new stuff, we still bang Future to this day. You know, Future hasn't really came out with anything since, um. Since his last album, you know, with Draco and I'm So Groovy and everything like that. So um, shout out to Future because Future, you do write a lot of hits, man. And I think a lot of people don't take you. Take your take your artistry for 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 credit and for granted. I think they take it for granted, and they don't even give you enough credit for it. So um, I'm just saying, congratulations to you, future. You did your thing. Um, keep writing those hits, man. Because honestly, that's what people are looking for. Because I know you in the in the studio getting it down. I know a lot of people don't really look at you. They call it, they they call what you do mumble rap. And in a, in a sense, you know, you you have to understand that you are like one of the proprietary, like you know mountain kings of mumble rap, you know, c- c- kind of take it into another dimension. Not saying that you per se do it a lot, but you know, you were the starter kit for mumble rapping. However, um, um, I think that your artistry as a whole is really dope um, as a producer, as a songwriter, because you know, you you write really, really good hits for really good people. So, um, and yourself, obviously, uh, because, you know, damn near all your albums have went to number one. So, shout out to Future. Um, I need everybody to give Future a hand clap of praise. You know what I'm saying? Um, because Future, I, I feel like this songwriter's award, any songwriter's award for Future has been overdue. You know, he, the proof is in his work. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Future has deserved this for a long time, and I'm glad that he's gotten it. So, like I said, shout out to Future on that. Um, let's talk about Joe Osteen for a minute, y'all. So, per you per as you know, Hurricane Harvey has hit hard in Texas. Um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but let's talk about Joe Osteen. Um, if you don't know who Joe Osteen is, Joe Osteen is this mega, 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 mega preacher um who owns his own church um in Lakewood uh called Lakewood. Um down in texas i believe and it's a mega church when i tell you it's like a mega church the houston rockets used to play in that sanctuary um that's how big the sanctuary actually is so a lot of people were pissed off about joel Osteen not quote unquote opening his doors as soon as hurricane harvey hit um And I seen the video yesterday on Facebook and Joel Osteen actually kind of responded in his own way to those uh, claims that he was being um, insensitive uh, to the to the victims of Hurricane Harvey, to the people of to the people of Texas who were actually helping those victims. Um, And he and he responded in basically saying, well. The water. <laughs> that the the rainwater that came um had flooded uh about half the church. Now we've he said now they actually got, you know, drains and ceilings so the water wouldn't recede over into the sanctuary. Now if he he said if they would have let people start letting people in, it could have been detrimental um because the church could have flooded if they didn't have those ceilings that they put up when they bought the place back in 2001. I believe that's what he said. Um, you know, he wouldn't have had, you know, the people would have gotten damn near drowned, you know, in the sanctuary. So he didn't open the sanctuary until Tuesday. And he said, you know what? That was the best. That was the best call. And honestly, I, I can't sit here and be mad at boy. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people are about to sit here and like crucify me and everything, but I really don't care. Joel Osteen is like I remember reading an article and it said Joel Osteen is the is the um, um like the 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 sole American figure preacher in the Trump era. And I'm like, what does him having what does him having to open first first of all? First of all, him opening his doors, he doesn't have to open his doors. Honestly, let's be clear. Let me be honest. Let me be brutally honest. He doesn't have to open up his doors if he doesn't want to. He chose to. He said that the water was going to the water was overflowing. And if they did not have those ceilings or whatever they put up in there to, to stop the water, it would have overflowed in the sanctuary. So, believing that or not, if the water would have gotten into the sanctuary and it would have flooded the sanctuary, if it would have flooded Lakewood, then we'll be having a whole different conversation right now. We'll be talking about, oh my God, Lakewood, is, it's flooded. Oh my God, this is so bad. We can't even, oh no. But because he didn't open the doors as quickly as some of you guys would have liked, you're crucifying him. This is the thing. Here's the thing. I'm 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 not mad at Joel Osteen at all. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm I, I was at first because I didn't know the whole story and I wanted to get the whole story. And I'm glad that he he kind of broke down the story. You know what I'm saying? You guys were mad because he he didn't do this. Well, he did. He just did he didn't do it on your time. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? He didn't do it on your time. He opened up his doors. He really did. There were videos like, "Oh, he didn't open up his doors and it's raining out here and blah blah blah. He didn't open up his doors because if he would have opened up the doors and Lakewood would have got flooded, then what? Then y'all would have been mad as hell, right? Right. So y'all want to spin a narrative any direction just to get a reaction. And in this point, Joel just said to the negative haters, damn near to the negative haters. We still pray for you and we still love you. Here's my thing. He did what he needed to do. He didn't open the doors until Tuesday. He opened his doors, though. You feel what I'm saying, and for us to sit here and crucify him and try to sit here and and play him as if you know he's just oh this preacher who just preaches about love and hope and everything like that. i have listening to Joe Ostin a couple times. Joe Ostin be having some good, some some great ass um, sermons. You feel what I'm saying? He be speaking to me sometimes when it it and it and it be out the blue. I just scroll and I see a Joe O'Steen video and it speaks to me. I'm sorry. He has some really good sermons. Now, am I saying that he's crooked or anything? I don't know. I don't know what he does. I can't sit here and judge the man. I don't know. But it's it's kind of fucked up for us to sit here and and literally crucify him because he didn't he didn't do What, quote, unquote, he needed to do in your time, basically. Now, I understand that the victims of Hurricane Harvey are suffering right now. Absolutely. My heart goes out to them. And if I could do anything right now, please message me. Do whatever you need to do so I can help. However, we're crucifying this man because he didn't open up his doors because he felt as a, as the leader of his flock over there in that sanctuary, he felt that not right now because there's water in here, and if water, mm-mm, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to make sure this sanctuary is ready for everybody. Now, if he's trying to make sure that sanctuary is ready for everybody, then hell, at least y'all have somewhere to stay. Okay. Understand we we want to I feel like sometimes we just want to make a narrative out of everything like if somebody don't do something that we not liking oh it's just it's, it's it's oh it's bad it's it's horrible it's all this like chill out man why are we not talk now let's really get into Hurricane Harvey why are we not talking about the Red Cross let's talk about that right let's let, let's let's talk about the Red Cross. Um. So as as some of y'all know, Hurricane Harvey just hit um, a lot of Texas, New Orleans, I believe. Um, more so Houston, more so Texas as as a big one. Um. So definitely, my heart goes out to them. Um. If there's anything that they need from the opinionated brother and THC as a whole, please let me know. Um. Just a side note: email us at tyronzah at gmail.com for any. Any way I can help, please let me know. Um, I'll put my email in the link as well in the description. I always say that, but I never do it. But this time, I'm going to do it for real, for real. For. Um, but as y'all know, Hurricane Harvey hit. And my MVPs of the week, I want to get into that really fast. Um, I actually go to the people of Texas and the people who have gone down there to actually help Texas. To actually help those victims. Like, it's been... It's been quote-unquote celebrities, and then it's been quote-unquote normal folk like myself who are driving down to Texas from where they are. They can be from uh, um, Charlottesville. Uh, That's how y'all know it's on my brain, Jesus. Um, They have gone from New Orleans, North Carolina, Washington, D.C., Michigan, California. They have drove down there to help the people of Texas, and I love it. It's been, it's been amazing to see not that you're just giving money, but you are helping these individuals. It was one, it was one interview that I seen on, um, on, uh, on one of my media sources seen on there, and Black Lady just and her, and her child literally just, you know, felt the effects of this hurricane. And CNN, literally. And, and this is what I guess is what pisses me off about media sources and, and hurricanes, natural disasters happening. CNN was literally right there, probably in her face and asking her questions. And with the straightest face. No, no, not even with the straightest, with the with the with, with the with the literally pissed off attitude. And, and, and every right, she had every right to have this pissed off attitude. She, she literally told the reporter, she said, listen, I just lost my home. I just lost everything that I had. And you have this microphone in my face trying to literally interview people who have just been like their, their shit has been taken away. And she literally made it clear, like, why do you still have this microphone in my face? Why do you have this camera on me? For what? And and you know what? That got me to thinking. Right. The Red Cross now wants to come out with all of this. These commercials, you know, help Hurricane Harvey, help this, help that. And, you know, as you dive more into the Red Cross, you know, ninety ninety one ninety one cent of every dollar that they receive goes to their supplies. So that means nine cent of that ninety one cent goes to them. Okay. well, that's fine. Um, what I'm not understanding kind of is why is the Red Cross just, I guess, don't. I don't like this is the thing about me and charities when it comes to natural disasters or any disaster that happens. I don't like that. They're so on it with the commercials. I don't like that. They're so on it with the media CNN, ABC, MSNBC, NBC, whoever. I don't care. I don't like that they're so on it and ready to interview the, the, the victims who are hurt by this disaster. And, and in looking at most of these interviews, that is what happened. Now, some of these interviews have been dope. Um, have y'all seen the white man who gave the dopest handshake to the black dude? Oh, my God. He got to come to the cookout. He come to the cookouts. Like, I'm inviting him, period. So anybody that got a problem with it, <laughs> come see me. No, I'm just playing. But no, it was, it, it's stuff like that. Now, I, I get with stuff like that. Like, can I help you? You know, if media sources went out to actually help them instead of actually getting a story, then we will have. then we would not have a problem. But y'all are going out to actually interview. No, you should go out to actually interview and help. Do something. Go out there and help. Build a house. Help the water recede. Do something because obviously you're not doing anything to help them right now. And that lady who cussed that lady that, that news lady out had every right to because you, you have a camera sitting in my face with a microphone to my mouth asking me questions. Bitch, I will slap you. You better get out of my face. You're not feeling the effects of this. I am. You're sitting there in your raincoat and your rain jacket. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Are, are we actually thinking of the victims, media sources that are going down there and interviewing these, these 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 victims? No. Y'all thinking about yourselves, and that's some bullshit. Y'all ain't helping these y'all ain't helping these people. So my MVPs go to the actual people of Texas and the people that are actually going down there to actually lend a hand that have been helping these these victims for real, for real. Like, I want to so bad. I got school, though, you feel me? But I want to. And if there's any way that I can help Please email me and let me know. Message me on my Instagram, my Twitter, anything that I can do to help. Because it's baffling to me. It's baffling to me, excuse me, that so many of these media platforms are going down there just to interview and not actually to help. And then we get to the Red Cross. So many people are bashing the Red Cross because they don't know if the Red Cross is even helping. Well... The Red Cross is the Red Cross because they're getting money. Honestly, I can't. I'm I don't know if they are helping. You know, they are they are trying to I guess give supplies. But it's 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 to the point where, you know, if 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 charity organizations like the Red Cross are are being very shady and not doing what they need to do, then that's when More celebrity figures who have that type of status need to step up and donate, not even donate, but just go down there. So I need to shout out Kurt Cobain. I need to shout out Carl Thomas. You feel me? I need to shout out those figures because they're actually down there working. It was a video of Kurt Cobain actually fixing up a house, man. With mask on, like, bro, we got to do something. And, and it's really MVP status because these, these type of people and the people of Texas and the people that are driving down to help the people of Texas, that's love. All this hate that just happened with Charlottesville and the riots and the racism and the systematic, uh, systemic racism that is happening right now. This is kind of a blessing in disguise. You know what I'm saying? After a natural disaster, what happens? We come together and we love. No matter how kind of crazy it looks with all the bullshit, love kind of brings us together. Disasters bring us together. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up what happened. Yes, it is. Trust me. However, it brings out that soft side and it's like, okay, you know what? Fuck whatever we got going on right now. We got to help you because this is some bullshit. You feel what I'm saying? This is this is crazy. So we got to help. We got to spread that love. We got to spread that 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 charitable love. Like come on y'all, we got to get this we got to get them together. So in a way this kind of is a blessing. I know that is it's taking a lot a lot away from a lot of families, a lot of homes and everything like that. But this is going to bring us closer together as an America. Y'all feel what I'm saying? After all this bullshit, after all the hate that has just been spilled, This is really going to bring us closer together, I feel as though, as a as just not as a um, as a not, you know, as a country, but as a world, you know, we, we need that love. We need that love right now. You know, so shout out to them. Shout out to the people of Texas. And like I said, if anybody, if anybody needs my help, literally, if I can help in any way, email me, DM me, message me, do whatever you need to do. Um, I want to try to help in any way that I can. All right. All right. So we're going to talk about this student, though. (laughs) So if y'all haven't heard for real, it was a student from South Africa. She asked for $100 from the financial aid office. Now, if you know, 100 has two zeros. Financial aid said, let me add about four more zeros onto that, too. She got a million dollars, y'all, in financial aid. A meal. Y'all, I'm not playing. A million dollars in financial aid. When I saw this story, I said, wait a minute. Let me, le- let me see how much she spent. She spent a good 60K. I said, baby, I would have spent $2. It would have been like, all right. But you know what? But no, they actually making her pay for it back. My thing is, is that my fault? That's not my fault. <laughs> no, for real, that's not. Honestly, that, honestly, honestly, I, 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 honestly, I know, I'm, I know, this may sound bad, and this, this is gonna sound bad, but that's not my fault. I would have spent about eighty k. Honestly, I would have been like, "Mom, we going on a shopping spree. We good. We straight. You ain't gotta worry about shit else." Yeah, worry about it. now. What? Well, we need to pay off. We good? But, but I'm paying off every. I'm paying off every bill. I'm paying off all my mama's bills. We paying off all my grandmama's bill. We. Pay, I'm giving some money to my friends. I'm giving some money to my mom. Listen, we in there like swimwear on a Sunday. I'm not playing. <laughs> like that's the government's fault for you giving me that much money. I didn't make that error. I don't have it into where I can go into your system and hit one 0 I can't do that. You do that. You do. You did that on purpose. So since you did that on purpose, I'm going to spend this money on purpose. Do you hear what I'm saying? You did this on purpose, I'm going to spend this money on purpose. Hell, and then you're going to ask her to pay it back? Now, you know she ain't got that money to pay, but that's why she only asked for $100. What do you mean? She only asked for $100. What you think she gonna pay the 60 60 th 60k back? Hell no. Nah. She ain't even got a hundred dollars, obviously. So what you mean? I would have spent about a hundred K. The fuck? I would've spent hell, Oh shit, I would have spent about a half a K. The hell you talking about half a mil off rip. We going We on across the border somewhere. We going across the, we going to we going to the Bahamas, we going to Jamaica. About the light a blunt. What's up? Not playing with you. Okay? I ain't gonna get mad at her cause y'all fucked up. Gonna tell her to pay the money back. Hell no. It's y'all's fault. The fuck? They should let you keep that money, girl. I'm telling you, they should let you keep that money. On some real shit. They should let you keep that money. But anywho, the student got a million dollars and yeah, they they snatched it they snatched it back so quick, they was like, whoa, whoa, we gave too much, we gotta spread this. We gave too much. We gave too much. We didn't spread it around like we needed to. So shout out to that student who got a million dollars, but they snatched it back and you got to pay it back. That's bold. But um, yeah, financial aid, y'all need to be more on it. All right. So we're going to take a little break real quick and we're going to come back with the hot topic of the day. This is the opinion and brother podcast, the Labor Day special presented to you by THC powered by the made by opinion app. Butterflies.
0: Pass me by, don't acknowledge my smile. When I try to say hello to you, yeah. And all you got to do is not answer my calls when I'm trying to get through. Keep me wondering why.
1: welcome back welcome back welcome back to the second half of the show my name is Devonte welcome back to the Lord Jesus the opinionated brother podcast Lord tongue tied tongue twisted so I want to draw the ponder that question um, that I asked earlier um, in the first half of the show um, the essence of black reality TV um, is it getting out of hand uh, and let me raise my hand first and just say and just say that I am. A stickler for black reality TV Because it's amusing You know, it makes me really laugh Like, it really I watch it just I watch it to observe and laugh, literally You know, to sit here and actually have these type of conversations Because Love and hip-hop All of them Um, Basketball Wives All of them Now this new show, Baller Wives um, Housewives of Atlanta um, wags, I think, I think it is. I, I, I haven't even seen wags. I don't even know what the fuck that kind of means. Um, and all of them, all the wags. Um, and you know, Black Ink Crew, Chicago, Black Ink Crew. Period. Um, what? Just all the black reality TV shows. Are they really getting out of hand? And what I mean by that is, I feel as though black reality TV shows the stereotypical view in which most, in which most Caucasian, target um, most white people see us in. Um, as a stereotypical black male, uh, very ghetto, loud, uh, drug dealerish, um, weed smoking, um, and, and, and in most cases, that is what's happening on most of these, these black reality shows. And when it comes to a black woman, stereotypical black women, uh, loud, um, what, what else? Uh, loud, fighting, um, all bitches and hoes, um, r- um, mothers, for one and for two, and really showing what I feel black men and black women aren't. Um, and they make money off of it. And, and I think that's where I have the problem is some most let let me get on let me get on the black men first when it comes to this when it comes to black reality um TV um when it comes to the men on these black reality shows first of all most of the black reality shows that are out right now are not really focused around the men they're focused around the black women um but Having the men on the shows doesn't really bring any type of positive substance to the show, to the shows at all. Um, I just feel like they need men because they're they're just there. Um, the men really don't do anything. Like you can you could you could say that they're rappers or they're entrepreneurs or you know they're this they're that. Some of them absolutely. Um, some of them are actually accredited, uh, songwriters and producers. Most of them are not. Um, and like I said, some of them are accredited like entrepreneurs and producers and songwriters and whatever you want to call them that's on these shows, but about, about 75% to 80% of them are not. Um, there are somebody that they picked up off the street. There may be, that their Instagram may be popping or something like that. And they probably get an interview call. You know, that, that's what, that's basically what happens. And the, the the shows are more focused around the black women, and when it comes to that, you're not bringing any substance as a black man to the show surrounded around black women. Now, if we had a show like Girlfriends in a reality state, like I mean, Girlfriends for real. Like Girlfriends is probably one of my favorite shows because to me, it really showed what four black women as best friends actually look like. Um, And when it comes to Insecure, I feel as though that even, Insecure kinda shows what goes on. I said this before, what like how black women act, you know, as friends in reality, being depicted on TV. This is what it it, it is in real life, you know, but when it comes to actual, quote, unquote, reality TV, when it comes to the black woman. um, It kind of makes me mad. It kind of angers me because most of the black women on these shows have kids. And. No, I'm sorry, not most. Damn near all of y'all. All All of y'all have kids. About damn near 95% of y'all. It's it's, it's the 5% who don't have kids. It's 95% of y'all that have kids. And y'all will sit here and and depict yourselves as as the greatest mother. You know, the the, the, the greatest mother. I'm, I'm, I'm this, I'm that with my child and blah, blah, blah. But we'll sit here and talk shit about somebody else's child and fight, and, and, and call bitches and hoes, and, um, being really the stereotypical, literally the stereotypical black, black woman that the same women who are doing this, the same women that are acting like this, are that are being the stereotypical black women, um, really are are really, you know, the ones who kind of counteract that. Like, no, we're not this. We're not this. We're not we're we're not loud. We're not boisterous We're we're not um we, we don't act out of order. Well yeah you do. Yeah yeah you do. It's it's depicted in the shows. I know a lot of black women and I have a respect for a lot of black women. Um, damn near all my black women, who are not the quote unquote stereotypical figures that you see on Love and Hip Hop, or on Baller Wives or Wags or whatever you want to talk about. Um, they're very they're more professional. Um, so I say that to say that it irritates me. Because I know a lot of professional black women. I know a lot of HBICs that are in charge kind of black women. And no, I'm not talking about Mona Sky Young who is motherfucking like manipulating this love and hip hop bullshit. No, I'm actually talking about women who start their own business with other great black women who actually sit there. And, you know, our presidents of organizations on campuses and everything like that, showing their professionalism and then past and beyond who are graduate, who have their masters, who actually are doing something productive with their life. Now, I'm not sitting here downing how you got to your spot. Make your money. Make your money. OK, make your money. Money, But the reason why I respect Cardi B and K. Michelle so much, let me tell you why I respect them so much, is because they they saw your loving hip hop bullshit and they left. They saw they saw the, the ignorance and the drama and they left. And I always ask myself, like, why did K. Michelle leave? Why did Cardi B leave? Because those were the only two reasons why, like, these shows were actually really doing good. Well, it's because, honestly, um, the well, first of all, Cardi B was already becoming a hit sensation. And she said, I couldn't do it no more. Can't do it no more. K. Michelle even said, can't do it no more. And these are two women who actually, whose music has actually gotten on the charts who have actually made money off of their music. Not shading anybody, but kind of shading people. Um, Who's actually crossed over after Love & Hip Hop. You know what I'm saying? So, my thing is, where do, where is the professional black women on these shows? I'm sorry, I, I need to know, honestly. Because you put things in young black women's head that this is what they this, this is. You, you know that you are kind of a you know that the black women and also the black men on these shows are kind of like figures to some of our black community youngins. You know, they're, they're, they're figures to some of our black community youngins. You know, the ones that are 16, 17, 18, who are looking at you. And actually staring at you. Oh my God, they're so ratchet. But I want to be on that. I want to do that right there. I want to be ratchet like her. I want to sit there and fight like her. Because this is how you make it. This is this is what's happened. You know, I'm getting a check because I don't know how to act. No. No, 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 no. So I ask if black reality has gotten out of hand. Because I feel that it is. I feel that it went from, okay, this is this is what black reality looks like to now it's scripted, let's just get a check and let's act a fool type reality. And it's not a re- even reality, as like I said, it's scripted reality. So if you want to sit there and act a fool, then why, then it, it, it just, I don't know. I'm I'm not the it just it just does not sit well with me. You know, and then on 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 the flip side, the guys don't do anything about it. You know, they say stuff, oh, well baby, why you? the guys don't do anything about it. Why? Because y'all don't want to mess up that check. I feel you. Get the check. Get it. Go get it. secure the bag. But just know that your credibility, I just know in my eyes. A lot of y'all, a lot of you guys, credibility, y'all don't have any. You can show me all the receipts that you want, but you don't have any because you are literally figureheads to the black, to the black youth. And you can sit here and tell me every day that you're not doing this for this. You're not doing this for that. But you are literally a black figure. You are a black figurehead and you don't even know it. Kids are looking up to you and you don't even know it. They look at you and say, hey, I wanna be that. I wanna be on TV like him or like her, but you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. I just, was it the last episode of, um, of uh, Love & Hip Hop Hollywood? No shade to Marcus Wright. No shade, no shade to any of the artists that are on Love & Hip Hop. But however, what music? Honestly, is it good? Send me some music because I want to judge it. I want to sit here and critique it. Send me music because when I watch those little release parties. Who are y'all paying to come in there? Honestly, no, for real. Who are y'all paying to come in those release parties? Because it's fake. It, it, look, it looks fake. And y'all can't even make it look real now. Like you can't, you can't even make it look real. Presentable. You can't even make it look as if it's actually happening, like it's actually real. No, because it looks fake. It's scripted. People. Come on now. Is this the only way? First, it was telling boys that the only way to get out the hood was through a basketball or football. And I don't believe that to, to say the least. I know a lot of young black men who can play basketball, talented, exceptionally well, and are great football players who are right now getting their master's. Who are right now in, in their senior year of their graduate, um, not their graduate, but their undergrad program. You can't tell me that. I'm sorry. It's, you, you don't have to live your situations, first of all. First off. And when I see love in hip hop, when I see that, when I see that people sit here and say, well, I came from this, I came from that. Okay, I get you. Why are we here? Did you not have the same opportunities? Okay, you didn't. So why are we here? Why are we at a scripted TV series? Because that's what y'all are on. Y'all are not reality TV anymore. Y'all are a scripted TV series when it comes to all this black reality. Why is it that we have to go here just to, what, quote unquote, stay relevant? To have some type of relevancy? For what? I don't get it. I I mean, somebody got to help me understand because, like I said before, you have youth that's looking up to you. And y'all don't understand that these These are the jobs that they probably want. They'll tell us that they're going to tell you, yeah, you know, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be Nowadays, they tell you, nope. I want to be a rapper. I want to be a singer. I want to be on reality TV. I want to be Cardi B. I want to be, and there's nothing wrong with, first of all, I ain't nothing wrong with being Cardi B, because Cardi B done made it, baby. I love me some Cardi B. Y'all, y'all, if y'all watch my first, if y'all listen to my first episode, she was my first song. I love me some Cardi B. However, when we see the stereotypical, the, 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 the play persona of the stereotypical black woman and black man on, on reality TV, quote unquote, these are what our, our youth want to be when they grow up. They want to be on reality TV. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's a bad thing. I don't want my kids, honestly. I want them to be better than what the hell y'all bringing to them. No, for real. I'm grown. I'm 23. I can watch that shit. But I know if I had one of my little godbrothers or whatever, they're not watching that. They about to sit there and watch some educational shit. Or some Cartoon Network. Or some Nickelodeon shit that we used to watch. Parents, why are they? Wa- why is our kids watching Love and Hip Hop anyway? Oh, because we're giving them phones, you know, that can damn near go on. You can look up Love and Hip Hop everywhere and can damn near the video everywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, technology's just taking over. But I'm saying, do, your kid, do you want your kids to be on Love and Hip Hop? Most of y'all will probably, most of y'all probably say no. Some of y'all will probably say yes, just to secure the bag. And that's horrible as fuck. That's horrible as fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's only it's only a couple people that I actually. Rashida is probably one of, one of the ones that I want off of the shows because she's she's so real. She's been so candid, and she's such a boss. You feel what I'm saying? She's so real about hers. She don't get into all that melodrama. Her drama has literally been with her family. She don't get into all that melodrama, all that bullshit. I want her to leave. It's about her time. Because she's so over it. She need to be over it. And Mona Scott Young, you you literally... No get me wrong... You, you have a franchise here. Yes, you, you, you've been doing very well for yourself. Go ahead, get your money. But do you actually know what you're doing? Like literally depicting what black women should not be doing? Really? For real, for real. Like honestly. And then they... And then y'all call yourselves mothers. Don't talk about y'all mothers and, and, and professional women. And then when somebody talks about your child, don't talk about my child. Blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. What do you mean? Y'all talk about each other all the fucking time. Y'all talk about each other's kids all the fucking time. And y'all want to call yourselves good mothers. Come on now. And I'm not talking to all y'all. The, the ones who I'm talking to, they know who I'm talking to. For real. Watch, just watch, watch yourself back. You'll see who I'm talking about. It's ridiculous. And then for the men to have no substance to just be there. And be just, you know, producers and all like, where are the businessmen and women? Oh, that's not going to sell. Of course. Of course, VH1 is Ratchet TV. That's not going to sell. We need ratchetness. We need ratcheticity. We need all of this. We need fighting. We need bitches. We need hoes. We need all of that. Do we? And you wonder why we have so much fighting in real life? Yeah. Because they see fighting in reality TV life. And they think it's appropriate. So all I'm saying is it's getting out of hand. It's not reality anymore. It's definitely scripted. And it's to the point where our youth are looking at this and saying, this is the type of profession that I want to get into. How about I fight for money? How about I fight on TV and get a bag and secure the bag? So all I'm all I'm saying to all my reality TV, quote unquote stars and everything. Is this the route that you want to go for real for real? just saying just something just just food for thought just something just to think about all right so that will be the end of the show labor day you know special no come and gone everything i hope everybody's labor day goes good today um if you'd like to follow me on social media please do follow me on instagram and twitter it's going to be devonte d-e-v-o-n-t-a with four underscores afterwards Um, Follow me uh, on Facebook at Ty Hicks. And then you can follow us on our business page uh, at Vontaze World. It will be the big OTHC logo. Um, Do I have anything new for y'all? No, actually, I don't. I don't have anything new. But um, if you want to email me any of your questions, please email me. Uh, at tyronza h at gmail.com message me on my social media for any uh questions that you may have I will say them on the next show um but thank y'all I love y'all I appreciate y'all so much for this labor Day special and to everybody um to all the victims of hurricane harvey um uh if there's like I said if there's anything that you need me to do there's anything that I need to get in contact with or people that I need to get in contact with, please email me, shoot me an email, shoot me a message on my Facebook page, any of my social media, please. Um, oh, let me shout out one of my, uh, my good friends, Mr. Fabian Haywood. Uh, this past weekend, he had his Kickstarter for his, um, his Haywood uh, property management company. Um, it's um, based in Flint. So I need y'all to go and follow him on social media. I need y'all to follow him. I will be sharing his page on my Facebook page. So I need y'all to go follow him for real, for real and follow his uh, business page. Um, he is really, really about to change and revitalize the uh, the city of Flint where he was born and raised. So um, shout out to Fabian and his Kickstarter. I'm so sorry that I couldn't make it. But um, I definitely wanted to shout you out. I was trying to shout you out last week, but. Um, shout out to his Kickstarter. shout out to everybody that helped him um, with the kickstart Um, and that is it guys I appreciate y'all we will see y'all next week I love y'all I thank y'all and peace